like I was saying, childish bro is somebody who I like super super support. Oh yeah. So um when he was first telling me about your guys' battle and stuff, dude, I was like, oh, I was like, you know, he he knows. Like he knows. Like I call him the Dana White of 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 Crump because he knows how to put battles together. You oh, know? He, he, he definitely does. Oh man. And he so, does. dude, I was like, he's I was like, so whoever this guy is, has gotta be good. He's gotta be fucking there's there's talent there. And so um, yeah, dude, I'm I'm really I'm really thankful to have Kim across you, dude. You're really inspiring as an artist, like artist to artist. And you're so young, dude. You, I seen in your bio, you put you're 25 years old. Yeah, I just turned 25. It's February now, so yeah, like a month or two ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen, I had seen a birthday post you had put up, or it was like on your story or something. I remember yeah, I chimed yeah. in. Um, yeah, do happy belated if anything. Thank you. Uh, 25, repping the IE. Were you born and raised there? Or no, I was from? born uh, I was born in San Diego in Poway. And then um, and then I was moved around moved around a lot in LA. And then it wasn't maybe till like, I can't remember, maybe till like I was eight or nine. Eight or nine, I moved out to San Bernardino over here with my grandparents. And then ever since then, I've been out here in San Bernardino repping the IE. I mean, I'm always in LA, obviously for dance and all that. And then I love San Diego, culture shock, my like my San Diego family and Oceanside and all that. So um yeah. Man, we were just I was just talking about culture shock uh with Ghost Crush and like how culture shock SD and, and just that whole family in general is like so heavily like interwoven bro in the community especially like the the choreo community you know what i mean oh, yeah and so you've been dancing for about four years uh if, if i remember um, that crumping well like taking it very seriously yeah these past like four or five years but i kind of was introduced to dancing and i always had like a like a thing for it since i was about seven um but i was just i was oh, okay. like a street like a street kid like self-taught i didn't have like I wasn't a studio kid or anything like that. So I've been, I say I've been dancing since seven, but I haven't really taken it seriously until these mm. past four to five years. Yeah. And like really got after it doing, yeah. you know, like doing daily, that YouTube, that YouTube grind. Just daily content, experimentation out there competing and battling and like doing shows and everything. So that's fucking dope, bro. Let's go. Um, what like who who or what introduced you to dance uh as it sound cliche but i just kind of like it was a lot of just listening to like like seeing michael jackson as a performer chris brown was a heavy uh inspiration just like watching youtube man just seeing youtube seeing like the music videos and all that and then i don't know i just was like well just dance just dance in my living room dance anywhere possible and then i would see people dancing on the streets like the b-boys i saw people crumping but i didn't i never knew what it was like i just knew people were like dancing and i was just like whoa mm -hmm. what is that and then um yeah that's just kind of where it started honestly and then i just had a thing for it and then uh, as I got older, it would like come and then go and then come and then go because I was trying to find out what I wanted to do with my life, mm -hmm. and then it, it didn't really click until these past couple of years. Till I was like, no, this is this is what I should be doing. So nice. And then who who first got you around Crump, or how did you how did you make that transition into the community? Um, I was dancing competitively, like on a collegiate teams uh, before. So I was on 909, like around 2019, I was on 909 based at UCR. And then I was there for a couple of years. And then I had transitioned to the side project because I had seen Ooh, the side. side. Yeah, side, man. And I had seen them on like Instagram and YouTube and like they were doing all these performances and everything. And like that's what I was, I felt like I was missing was like the culture. Cause I was like, I love the collegiate scene for sure. And it was amazing performing and doing all those things. But I was like, I want essence. So then I went there mm. next, you know, like next, you know, like I'm, I'm on a team with like crumpers and, and battlers and, and everything people who are, in the culture who are going into the community all around California and even all around the States who are just doing this thing. And that's where I met childish. That's where I met Oxy fam. That's where I met childish fam. That's where I met like 
everyone, bro. They were all just, I was like, wow. And then that's where that, that transition came. That's why I was introduced. And that's why I give so much, so much, so much props to Childish. And I tell him, and I continuously tell him like how important he is to the new generation. And like, I don't, I don't think he realizes it that like what he has done, like not for me, but for himself and for the community. And he was like my first introduction to like Crump. And then um, they had side project had Trinity and hybrid come out for a workshop. And um, that's kind of where it, it happened where I was like, dang, like I kind of want to get into this. Like I'm, I'm over here doing hip hop and pop and, lock and all this other like all styles but i was like it was it was it was new it was new it was uncomfortable i think that's the key word it was uncomfortable and then that kind of took off right there and then i just wanted to keep learning from childish and um i had the opportunity for for oxyfam to like take me in even though i had zero experience of crump or what i was doing or anything like that and then next thing you know i'm here after two years so yeah, dude, you you have arrived, my young friend. <laughs> you have arrived, my young friend. Oh my god, dude. And it's it's really it's really like it's really um baffling to me where I don't think that like to me, I feel like yeah, childish doesn't really know the impact he's made. Um and and you know, people like me who who scream his praise, you know, I don't, I don't post about it. You know, I don't really do this and that about it with him. You know, if anything, I just give him his praise directly. You know what I mean? But I feel like uh, me as a homie, I should do more about that. Like, you know what I mean? And really sing his praises because I don't think he he gets it enough. Even though more most people know, like, oh, childish mm -hmm. is going to support if he pulls up. He's going to have a good attitude. He's going to bring good energies all this stuff. He doesn't, he doesn't ask for a lot type shit. Mm -hmm. and, and he's always, he's always down for the crump community and Oxy too. Oxy was like, to me was like one of childish's roll dogs, you know? And then now to see Oxy bringing in heads like you and his whole fam, like he's bringing in heads and just training them up. Boom, 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 boom. And, and getting it rolling, man. It's tight. It's tight to see you guys work, man. And shout out Side Project, bro. I didn't know you were a part of Side Project. They're yeah. fucking, they're fucking tight, dog. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, I used to be on um, I used to be on AOV back in the day. Um, used to be, used to be on what? Sorry, on Academy of Villains on AOV. Oh, Academy of Villains. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I was on. I got on like 2000 in like 13 status. 2014. Okay. Um, like right when they moved to LA. So like mm -hmm. the beef with GRV, all that shit. I went through all that shit with them and it was, it was nuts, bro. Hey, shout out GRV. Shout out my homies from GRV. <laughs> man. It was all just shout out studio. Shout out the studio, man. Man. Shout out the fans, man. Like it, it was all love. Like it was funny. Like we would talk about it and it was like, it wasn't even really us who was beefing. It was everybody who was like our fans, like, you know, our supporters, they were beefing with each other which yeah. was making it seem like we were, but it was just like, nah, we're just competitive. We're mad. We're going to talk yeah. shit. You know how it is in Crumley. We're going to talk shit, bro. Like, nah, your routine's whack, bro. Like, watch this yeah, shit. It's um, part of the game. It's all part of the game. Yeah, the competitiveness, man. Like, that was one thing I feel like gave me that urge. Like, when you were saying, like, that feeling of, like, this is uncomfortable. This is strange. Like, I'm doing these different styles. But then this crump thing comes along and it's challenging. You know what I mean? It challenges me. And it's, I think that's what makes it so fun. You know, mm -hmm. uh, what would you say is like your favorite part of crump? Like sessioning, battling, just going and being around, you know, the different events. Oh my God. Um, I don't know. Cause I feel like it's always, I feel like it's been changing the, the every like, couple months of like what i start to really enjoy at first it was like at first it was sessioning and then and then i think it was after that just i think it, at first it was sessioning and i think now it's starting to turn into i think battling and then it was like like i still really love battling but also now like creating because mm. 
I feel like there's, of course, you can create and create and create with all the other styles. There's so much more, but I feel like I just feel like Crump is just the most raw expression there is, and it's so unapologetic that everything that I create with it, whether I'm dancing to Crump tracks or not to Crump tracks, it's the it's the same authenticity that I'm always mm. gonna get uh, out of myself, out of myself. Um, so. I think right now, especially just recently battling, um, I don't know what it is about battling. Every time I battle, I just want to keep, I want to battle again. Um, but um, yeah, I really like battling a lot just because it reminds me of like the stage a lot. Battling reminds me of the stage. Um, and then, uh, yeah, creating. Creating has just been like my thing. I just been really wanting to do, especially just dropping a new project. Um, and then recently battling, I've just been like hungry of like releasing content. Like I have like five videos, like, ready to go in a matter of a week so i think right now i just it's the creating the crump like i want to do what i was doing for my all styles now for crump and i just want to shoot with it and like keep going so i think that's like my, yeah. my favorite part right now is, is 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 that stuff that's going on yeah i seen that you just released the video like a concept video what was it yesterday or the day before yeah, I think mm, yesterday. I'm just losing track of time, but yeah, yesterday. Like, oh my god, so much stuff and so many people I follow, and I try to share. I'm sorry, guys, but I try to share as much as I can, and I know I miss some shit. But it was like I, I definitely remember seeing that. What was? Can you give me some backstory on that? What's the juice on that? Um. So basically, um, that project was going to be in dedication to my best friend who had recently passed a little bit more than a year ago. Um, cause I had just released one two years prior to that. And then he had passed. And then I just knew in my heart because he had, I would dance on stage with him. He was dancing with me ever since we were in high school. So he's the one who introduced me to the collegiate scene. He's the one who introduced me to 909 and it kind of saved me. It kind of saved me. So when it happened, I was like, I was like, I'm going to do something for him and I'm going to do something for me and I'm going to make it bigger than my last one. And when it happens, it happens. And then I hear the song, it instantly clicks and the vision went straight to my head and I said, perfect. Now we just got to work on it. And then with the new transition in, with the new transition into Crump and my new identity and like finding myself um, with Toy Boy and and my like my war paint, my makeup, and the costumes, and all the kind of like metaphors and everything that would intertwine with that project that I haven't really talked about. There's just so many meanings and all the things that I put into it that are just so personal that I just it just completes it. And then, um, yeah, that was basically how it came about. A dedication to him, a dedication to me, like my present life. This, the the new chapters that's happening for me, especially coming out 2024. Because um, I feel like coming out, for me coming out 2024 was like big, like big, super, super big, especially with the battle, especially with this project. Like it's a, it was a lot for this January for me and I didn't realize it because I was working on it for so long in 2023 that mm. it was just a such long process. You know, the battle was ready to go six months eight months prior my project was going six eight months prior and then it just all came out happened at one time so nice nice i like that dude i like when i i like when battlers oh, or any kind of hold on I'm, hold on i'm losing signal for me i'm not sure if it's my end or your end oh no me? yeah i can hear you loud and clear you keep cutting out try it again yeah, can you hear me? Let's run a little test, test, oh. test, test. Little mic check, mic check. Okay, go ahead. Try again. Yeah. Uh, no, I like when when dancers and battlers put an extra little layer of thought and like meaning in behind what they're doing, whether it's face paint they're wearing or the shoes they got on, the shirt they're wearing or, you know, whatever. And uh, as I was watching the video, I was like, damn, I was like, he's put a lot of work. I could, just, I could just tell from the production of it. I was like, he's put a lot of thought and a lot of work into this thing. Yeah. Um, and you said that took up most of your 2023 doing that one. 
Yeah, I started the process back in. Yeah, back I I started mentally working on it like on paper and like really getting it back in like I think June, and then mm-hmm. it wasn't until like practice and rehearsal started around September. Oh, do you think? What What do you think was your biggest challenge going through it? Was it like just creating it with the busy schedule? Was it like the emotional part attached to it? Oof, I think it was. I think it was all that what you just said. Honestly, I I I found. I think the easy. There was no easy part for me. Besides, I think the easiest part out of it was the choreo, like just choreography. And I wasn't worried mm-hmm. about choreography. I was worried about it being good enough, like mm. in in all in in all cylinders. And it was the emotional side of it because I told my cast and my and my members that they they knew who they were doing this for and they knew what everything was about. So I told them there were so many times practice days rehearsals because I had I had written down the schedule months in advance. I wrote down everything and and the dates and everything and I just felt so overwhelmed with like like should I get this done earlier? I had a lot of people drop. I had almost 20 people in it and then it dropped to like 10. Oof. And I kept getting I kept getting worried, like, like, ah, oh, like, is it not going to come out? Like, should I just drop it? Like, is it not not, not enough people? Um, and there's the t- times of rehearsal I would come and I would just be honest with them and we would have rehearsal and I would just, hey, hey, guys, thank you for pulling up and always being here. But I truly honestly felt like just dropping this project, like, right now. I felt, and I even felt like cutting it earlier than I did. I almost wanted to finish it back in early December, like the week of December, but I stuck to it. And I said, you know what? Trust your process that you already have given, like you've given yourself. This is what you did. Trust that person who did it before you and let it happen. And next thing you know, yeah, we film end of January and then Oxy handles the, the filming and the editing and my production. And I had a great creative director, shout out to Seji, um, director of side project. And they helped me put it together. Um, and that was that. Nice, man. Dude, and it's and it's something too when you finally like put it together and you kind of watch it come in to its fruition. Yeah, there is I've I've dealt with that so many times, bro. Like, is this good enough? Like, you know, is this good enough for me to put out to the world? Is it what I first imagined, you know, or did it become something else? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you start off with 20 people, dude. I, there's been so many videos that I've put together where it's like 15 heads. And then by the time we shoot, there's like six of us, seven of us, Yeah, you know, and you don't get to do all the formations and transitions. Yeah. So many, so many changes that that have to happen. Oh God, dude. That's one thing with Crump that I learned how to like really correlate with choreography was the layers. Like you make a piece of choreo, which is cool. Then you start adding in the layers of like, okay, what is this side of the formation going to do? What is this side of the formation going to do? Is there going to be levels to this shit? Or are people going to hold on this side and, and, you know, do a follow along and catch up on this side? Like, how does this all, does it even look good on camera? Is this going to look good on, because, you know, some stuff looks cool with your naked eye, but some shit don't look good on camera, you know, and and we learned that in battling too. Like, yo, this shit, like that shit was so buck when I did it, but you watch it on camera. It's like, eh, yeah, yeah, like, ah, right, that was actually not so good. But. Not so good. But in the moment, like, but which I, that's what, that's what I hate trying to judge battles through videos and, and also just judging battles in general uh-huh. because my naked eye tells me one thing being there and feeling it tells me one thing and mm. the footage tells me one thing. But is the camera properly catching this moment? Is it at the right angle that the move dictates it be viewed at? Because if yeah. it's not, you know, if it's not, then you're not getting the real, you know, of what this fucking hat trick was supposed to be. You I know, you. This, you know, so I, that's what that's one thing that always kind of makes me pause before I try to judge a battle. You know, it's like, hey, you know, you're just seeing it from a certain perspective. I wasn't even there or, oh, hey, I am here. And maybe I'm just a little juiced up and, you know, whatever, whatever the case might fucking be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one one thing I definitely wanted to ask, because, dude, you're 
your character work and the persona that happens is so it, it feels like it fits so well on you when i watch you dance like it fits yeah how did you come up with toy boy where did that come from <laughs> it's so crazy because there's so many people who like say like dude it just fits like it's perfect and i'm like dude like it does because it can't it came it just came um that day when trinity and hybrid came for uh came for that workshop like we were in the middle of them like they're teaching and we're like doing some drills right like all right first dance second stance and then all of a sudden like this voice in my head like just says like toy boy like it literally like just comes like boom straight to my head and i hear it and i was like I'm like is that me is that like my heart like is that like something that's telling me like this is who i am and then i told trinity straight off the bat like as soon as we finished workshop I came up to her and I came up to hybrid and I said, yo, like, like I'm like, I'm toy boy. Like, this is who I'm going to be. I don't even know what the future is going to intake or how it's going to go, but I know that's my name. And there are, there are crumpers who don't even have, have their name yet or, or their other persona or their character yet. And maybe they just have their fam name and it, and it happens, but it came just like that. And then it just started to slowly unravel. The more I started to, lab the more i started to see crumpers the more i started to watch youtube videos the more i started to see tournaments and battles and people um and i was trying to find who i was in this in this in this crump game so be, having someone like oxy and my homie and all my other all the other little homies and being so, so close to childish and the rest of the childish fam and now the juvies which is like a group of ie people who are just putting up all these events together and I was starting to, it just started to click easier and easier and easier and easier working on like, who is Toy Boy, you know, and who is this Oxy? Is it a persona? Is it an attitude? And it started to really click then. And it really didn't really click, click until my battle with Z. Um, that was when it all started falling into place. Cause I was like, I was like, I don't look, I don't look like these guys. Like, I don't look like these crumpers that are just buck like this. I don't buck like them. And I was really trying to find my book. And then um, I started to come across a lot of uh, Riot's videos. And then I just started to see him just like what he was doing. This this character work, this like just this essence that I was like, wow. Like I was just completely inspired by. And then one day here in my room, I had gotten some makeup. And I was like, I, I used to be an actor. I used to be a performer. So I was like maybe putting on, I've always been a costume kind of actor, like put on a costume and then I tap in. So then I was like, let me try this makeup thing. Let me mess with some stuff. And then I've always felt like Toy Boy was someone who embodied uh, the youth. I've always talked about like my mm. brand coming up, um, playful and foolish, playful mm. and foolish, uh, being young, naive, being just being a little kid. And so I've always felt like Toy Boy was um, that and i've always said toy boy is he's like a demon trapped inside of a puppet's body and he is the essence of our youth and us just wanting to be free so mm. um i had just really when that came together it just clicked so when my battle with z was coming i i wanted to really come out show out i had asked street voice to make a track for me which was my first track and i was like i really want to just come out show out man it was such a huge very important battle that i had all my friends there my family was there everyone knew my family was there like it was so important and i was supposed to battle him months prior and i was like no mm -hmm. run it back i was like no run it back man i didn't get that chance i didn't get that opportunity i fell short in the battle and i was like no this is it like this is it i want this i want this really bad i want it for myself and then it clicked. And then my jack-in-the-box concept was just like the icing on the cake of really finding who I was. I was talking to one of my um, to one of my old homies um, about it, and he, the concept came, and it was just perfect. And then that's where it started to click. Toy Boy was just gonna be that of playing that little kid playing with toys, a little kid who likes. I don't know. It just it just fit. It just fit. And then um, I just kept playing with it. It just kind of shot from there. I started really working on a lot of concept with toys. I mean, like I'm working on stuff with yo-yos. I'm working on stuff with like 
anything you could possibly think of and then the the like the evil side of things this is like the bad side is like the sinful part of us like guns and like explosives and like things that i can just use for battles and things that like maybe we as human beings almost feel like we have to kind of like turn our cheek to because we might enjoy mm-hmm. i've t- talked about oh. this with i've talked about this with the juvies that like I was like, it was like, this is a very like, I don't know how to say it, but a very like scary thing to talk about. But like people say like people who are like um, murderers and pedophiles and like people are like really bad people that it's genetic. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I had recently brought up the idea of like, like maybe, maybe I'm scared to ever do something like that because I feel like I might enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. in a very like evil way, like, but it's human. It's still mm-hmm. human, and so that's where like the kind of like the scary part of it, and like the really like the ugly side of me. So when you see like the character and it just pops out, it's just like very grotesque, very that character. And so I started to just click more and more, and I was I was just like, bro, like let it out, let it out, let it out. The the battle where I didn't end up battling Z and ended up battling Young proven maniac like i just was so caught up in my mind and i I wasn't i wasn't letting it out i wasn't letting it out when i was watching crumpers and people who were just so buck and i was like damn that's amazing i was like what is it what is that and they're like bro just like let that shit out and Mm -hmm. it started to come out it started to come out that battle at playgrounds it was coming out and at that point i was so ready to just keep going keep going i was still hungry and i wanted to battle more i got the opportunity um, from childish again to to battle and I was able to battle um junior Bino and that was the whole thing where I was I wanted to tap in way more it was a point where like I really want to show people who this this side of me this who, who toy boy is and there was one thing that childish always said to me that really stuck out it was like you made your name more you made your name more known than your fam name and i felt like that really resonated because it was for me to really stick out because i feel like Mm -hmm. i needed to stick out i don't i I can't buck like certain people like i don't i don't i don't always look like oxy and he's always preached that like i don't have to look like him but i was like i want to look i want to like kind of you kill it too. I'm like, you kill it. He kills it. You're like, y'all kill it. Like, I want to get there, but I, I wasn't, it wasn't clicking. And mm-hmm. he gave me the, the tools and the opportunities to mesh things together. And I finally was able to let go. And so ever since then, like Toy Boy has been able to really just elevate and elevate. And I've just been able to find more and more things about him and about me and myself. And I think it's just the things that like scared to not show. So, mm-hmm. dude. That, there's a thing. Um, there's a thing I took. I used to work for this company called um, EDN, um, and it's Everybody Dance now. It was like an after-school program, mm-hmm. and uh, they had us. They had us do this like teacher workshop, right? And it was like with a super older woman, and she had like she was teaching us like these philosophies that surrounded dance, and she was saying that we use dance was first used as a sublimation for our for our basic instincts and our basic emotions right lust and happiness and sadness um and so i was like uh what was it to deny our um or no it was to give into our inner impulses Mm -hmm. and so then i had watched dude i watched like the movie the matrix like religiously bro like i swear (laughs) i swear we're in a simulation whatever but i watch it all the time um and there's a part where the where one of the characters tell Neo, the chosen one, he goes, uh, to deny our inner impulses is to deny the very things that make us human. Human, yeah. So murder, bro, and, and brute force. Like we're naturally, that's just who we are. We're good people, you know, we're yeah. good, upstanding people because we don't murder, because we don't uh-huh. steal, because we don't, you know, act violently or act outrageously. Uh-huh. You know, that's what makes us good people. But you know. But it's the other side. It's that the other side of things. It's our inner impulse. Like that's what makes me human, bro. Like, sorry about it. So for the 
you know, minute that I'm gonna dance in this round, I'm gonna give in to those inner impulses real quick. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see what this feels like to not worry about all these stipulations and rules, these rules you guys try to put on me. I don't like you, bro. Like the way I hear you talk about dancing is a way is a thought train, bro, that I had so many times. Like, I don't dance like you guys. I dance different. Like Mm -hmm. I'm corpse, bro. I'm a dead fucking body. My guy, like, I dance like a fucking zombie, bro. Like, and now, now I've been having trouble, like, with the style change, trying to pick up, like, uh, more of a feel of, like, mastery, you know, beast, where Bruce Lee, you know, or where the avatar, you know, control all these senses and be more controlled in my, in my dancing. That's why I do Darth Maul, because he's a, he's a Sith Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's it's tight man it's it's really tight to hear how you're like kind of stepping into your style because your style fits you the way that you move and all of that the paint the music choice all of it bro you got it you got it going on right now and i and i could tell though there's more to squeeze you can squeeze more out of it and um matter of fact z had sent your battle from the rookies tournament um he sent it in the fam chat i was like yo he's he's not even done yet (laughs) (laughs) like he's not even done like the character part is settling into him let the skill catch up bro and this motherfucker is going to be crazy you're going to get far away you're going to get a real far away man um what's some goals what's some you know because you were you weren't even prince oxy when you battled z you were kid kid. yeah kid now you're prince you know so that's a big level up fucking Mm -hmm. Salute to that too, man. Shout out Oxy. Thank you. Um, Thank you so what's some what's some other goals you got? Like what's some goals you want to have achieved, let's say, by the end of this year? Because it's still young in the year. Uh probably by the end of this year. Um I think one of my bigger goals is right now it's crazy because like I was just talking to my fam about this and like a lot of other dancers, like it's for this year, like I kind of just want to i want i want to say chill but i don't think it's gonna happen because (laughs) of how of how i came out like of where like where i'm going and like where i should like my momentum that i have right now and the goal is to work on my body like getting um surgery done because i have this condition that i need to get fixed in my arm so i just really want this to be done because i don't have full range of movement on this left arm so i want i I feel like it's limiting for me from being my like fullest potential to really like shoot like physically because i feel like me here and like the talent that i have is here but if my body can't catch up then Mm. i won't i won't reach it right it's like if you Mm -hmm. how can you expect to lift to 280 but you're not going to the gym to lift 280 but your mind knows you can lift 280 but you're not training so Mm-hmm. I want to get that done in summertime when things kind of slow down for me and then I'd have to go through recovery and that would probably be like six to 12, like depending six, eight, 12 months, just depending. And I'd have to like work at it again and start over. So right now dance and crump is just kind of like, it's, this is lab. If I battle, I battle. If, if, there's an opportunity to do something or go somewhere that would be great but my overall goals is to be able to 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 battle more later on in the future for sure i want to battle at the corner session i want to battle at wastelands i want to battle in arizona and i want to battle in europe like i want to i want to travel doing this i want to travel doing this like for sure i want to i want to bridge a gap that side project is always been trying to put which is bridging freestyle in the community into like competitive or like like social media and like bring it together and i think that's like one of my bigger goals is to be like in that that gap that bridge be one of those people like there's the, the battlers and the community then there's just the competitive scene and like social media people and i want to be like that in between where like i connect it all i'm like that's what i want to be known for um being like truly myself. And I think why Toy Boy is so important to me because it's like, it's me, it's my identity, it's my brand. And it's going to be like my legacy. And I think I've just been really trying to like push it hard, hard, hard. Um, so those are, that's just kind of like my general goals. But like I said, right now, this 2024, hopefully 
getting those things fixed and all figured out. So then by 2025 comes around, then that's where I can start. You know, man, push, man. push hard again and, and going out and doing that stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. Dude, do you have, I mean, you have all the momentum and all the talent, you know what I mean? And the support to, to really do those things, bro. You know, and for me, like, like the moment I stepped in, it was like, I started taking battles and then I was baby dread. So then I'm battling under dreads name and then I'm junior dread Then I'm doing that. And then the first rookies tournament with the beast camp won it. And it was like, bro, I was just boom, boom, boom. Just doing these things. Like, you know, I feel like I didn't have the time to enjoy it the way I wanted to, you know, and so that's Mm -hmm. kind of where I've been at, um, you know, because I've been living pretty much on the road the last like two years, two and a half years. Um, so I'll end up in one city and I'll try to go hit a session. You know, um, I was in Key West. I was living in Key West for like six months, seven months and driving to fucking Miami, which is four hours in one direction, driving to oh, Miami man. for events and battles and driving back. And it's fun. Like, you know, it's you turn it into a trip. You know, you get a couple of the homeboys. Like, hey, we about to get this busted out fucking hotel. <laughs> I'm gonna go dance and we'll hit the bar afterwards. You know what I mean? Just it's turn part into of the experience. Little... It's part of the experience, bro. And nobody does it like da- like dancers and musicians are the craziest lot of people because it's like they will pack up ten heads in a two bed fucking hotel and it's like, yo, yeah. we're gonna rotate who sleeps on the bed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and tonight's your night. I got it tomorrow. Like for <laughs> real. Yeah. Oh my god! What's the furthest? Where's the furthest that you've went so far with Crump? Oh man, uh, eight hour drive to Santa Rosa, NorCal. <sighs> yeah, fuck uh, that. It's, it's crazy, dude. Cause like I, I just it just I've been so in love with it, bro. I've been so in love with it. Where Chadis was like, "Yo, he's like, I got a battle up in NorCal, and I have an uh, open bed in the hotel. You don't even have to pay for it. Like, you know, if you just want to just come to come, you know." Like, I'm going to be flying out there, but there's extra space. So I was like, bro, like, I'm just so in love with it. Like, I just, and it was still when I was still kid. It was still when I was still kid. I was still figuring myself out a little bit more. And I just like, I'm going to fuck it. Like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to go drive to NorCal, eight hour drive, take a trip for for buckness for for whatever it is. And I wasn't even the one battling. I just wanted to go and be a part of the community. And because I actually went to NorCal two times prior to that because it was for playgrounds, uh, mm. it was for side project for uh, for a competitive uh, show. So I was I knew I knew about um, the fam out there, uh, everyone out there, and like I knew I knew about the the crews and the and all the battlers out there and all the fams and everyone was so great, so nice. And I was like, bro, I really want to come back. My first time out on playgrounds, I got to battle um prevail that was amazing i got to meet hey. some concrete fam members like shout out ao i love him so much um uh rose gold and then i was like i want to go back and see them again so i made that drive got to see them i got to battle bravo that was amazing that was super fun um yeah i was like i'm going i was like i'm going for this street session i was like i'm going for this street session i'm gonna battle someone I don't care who it is. Someone step in the ring. I want it. And then I'm going to go enjoy my second day and just watch. Because like what you said, like sometimes we just get so caught up in like doing these things. And I was like, I want to enjoy myself and watch. And I was able to sit there, watch six, eight hours of just straight crump and just like, wow. And everyone did amazing. People were crazy. I was just like, like, I just wish I can get here one of these days and that that was a great trip. So yeah, that's my farthest so far. Yeah, eight hours. I think next is Texas. I'm gonna go out there. That's the next one. Um, and then hopefully I want to hit like East Coast stuff later in the future. And then after bro, that, Europe. Bro, Texas. I shout out Texas, man. I <laughs> love the fucking Texas community. Austin, uh, San Antonio, Dallas. Love them, man. Um, I got. I mean, I got homies um in houston and i was gonna pull up with them because i'm real cool uh i'm pretty cool with the with the director of so real uh, andrew mm-hmm. batterina 
Um, And so he was having a show and then judge hit me up and was like, Hey, we're having a show. I'm like, I was like, dude, you know, Andrew just told me all this shit, but we were working like 14 hour shifts, bro at work and I couldn't make it. And so that I'm sorry, Houston, I haven't been there yet, but I know you guys are probably phenomenal. Not doubting that at all. But those three cities of Texas I've been to danced in and bro, it's, it's tight. They're good people. It's a lot different than Cali. Mm Mm-hmm. Callie's hostile, <laughs> like <laughs> no, 150%, bro. It's, 150%. it's hostile. And, uh, you know, that's one thing, you know, I, I, and I don't know, I don't know if you maybe ever felt this way, but it's like, it's a hostility that I appreciate mm-hmm. because it's like, it's, there is a gatekeepy kind of feel where it's like, we're trying to protect this thing, this thing of ours, like this thing that has brought me to this parking lot in north hollywood at two in the morning driving an hour you know from oxnard i drove up an hour from oxnard this thing i don't want you to fuck it up you know Mm -hmm. don't bring your bullshit over here so yeah we are a little aggressive yeah we're not we're going to tell you you're whack you know and you're going to have to fight to get into this session you know like Mm -hmm. that's i don't know that's crump has definitely gave me that protective protective vibes from time for sure for sure especially Mm -hmm. in cali dude that's dude that's so tight bro like i'm so glad having a chance to like really talk and like get you to get you to expand on some stuff man because i feel like we get so caught up with just the dancer you know the dancer and how good they are and if they can judge a battle Mm-hmm. but it's it's like okay you're buck but are you buck in real life like you know what i mean like in life like no, in real. life <laughs> is it is like is does it reflect who you are outside of this as well like it's principle yeah. and i think it's a very important so i think for me like i think that's why it's been so clicking it's been clicking so well because i'm just i'm trying to practice what i preach not just on the dance floor but like in my outside life and like i think mm-hmm. i've always felt i've always felt the my, my, my most confident when i know who i am I'm standing by my by my morals, standing by like all the rules I set for myself. And I think keeping to your word, keeping to your word is so important because I think you start to lose a little bit of yourself when you start to fall out with your with yourself like that. So I think that's what, what you're talking about, you know, like trying to protect that. It's, it's it is important. That's what I feel like. Yeah, I loved going out to NorCal and I loved I, I heard I heard I think when uh they went to Japan when um Jackie and Hex and a couple other people. They went, I don't remember who else, but they went to Japan and they were telling me like they don't. What was it? They don't do callouts. <laughs> I think they don't do callouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what they were telling me. I could. I hope I'm not wrong, but they. It was like out of respecting because they're at the session and they don't do callouts. They didn't do callouts. They didn't like battle each other right then and there or something like that. Interesting. I, and uh, yeah, it was really interesting because I'm like, well, like this is. This is what, that's not the reason why I came to do it. I came to do this because I was, I'm here for the buckness. Like I, this is what I signed myself up for. And if I didn't know what I was signing myself up for, I would have never done it. But this is what I came, I came for, I came for this community come in to, to be hostile, to be up in my face, for me to get packed out, for me to show up. And I got three people ready to battle me or, or my own fan member ready to battle me because he thinks I'm not doing good enough. Like, like. It's so so we can push each other and the energy that we continue to just give each other is such a good high. And I remember coming back from NorCal with all that energy. And I was like, yo, it was so good to like really feel it here in SoCal and then bring it here and then it mix. And it's just like, yeah, I feel it. Like why like my family, like I have to tell my family, yeah, I'm gonna be home late because I'm going out of session. I'll probably be back like 3 a.m. Little on like <laughs> if they knew what I was doing at 2 a.m. dancing in the parking lot with a bunch of grown men, like yeah. like how does that look like it's, it's so weird like why am i out here at 2 a.m dancing in this parking lot with a bunch of grown men like <laughs> but i'm like i love this shit bro like you don't I get love it, it. oh <laughs> love my it. god uh do when i first uh when i first started crumping right i had had some um i had had like um pipes bust right in the house and so we we're staying at this hotel um and i recently made a trip to cali uh, like two weekends ago or like last weekend um, and uh, ended up staying in that same hotel. And uh, my son's mom was there with me and she's like, Hey, you remember like when we stayed here, boom, boom, boom. I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like crazy enough. Like this is where like I battled Facey my first 
my first crump battle battled Facey at the 818. And I remember mm-hmm. coming home and bro, she had to like help me up the stairs. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, cause my knees were just so blowed the fuck out. And I was like, not mm-hmm. used to it. I would come home with shin splints all the time. And I just remember thinking like, this pain like why am i doing this to myself like why like it's four in the morning and my girlfriend is helping me up the stairs to get me to my bed like make it make sense but i just love this shit like yeah i remember waking up the next morning just thinking like damn i love like that was the best night of my life like Mm -hmm. like straight fucking life-changing moment for me you know and i mean i just haven't stopped it I caught that fucking, I caught that crump bug, man, and just never, just never got over it. I, mm-hmm. I love this shit. And kind of like how you're talking, man, like, I'm, 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 and, and again, I want to reiterate, dude, I'm so thankful for young guys like you, man. And especially hearing more how you talk about your craft and how it presents itself to you, the way that you want to present yourself to it. Like, I'm so glad that, like, I'm kind of in a space right now where, like, I'm enjoying crump. I'm enjoying the people who are doing it, doing it well, you know, like you, um, OGs like riot, you know, um, my guy be wilder, you know, people who do it well and, and represent it well. And I'm in a space, bro, where I like, I can interview, like interview you guys yeah. and like, have you guys talk, bro. Cause you gotta, you gotta stand on business, you know, yeah. your, vo- your values and your morals in this dance. And that's kind of what makes it fun and challenging and, this and like all all of the stuff man so i'm really i'm really thankful all all of that to say i'm really thankful for young guys like you because i hear your story and it's fucking it reminds me why i do it you know i mean after Mm -hmm. god still dancing after fucking 15 years of doing this bullshit oh yeah yeah so one last let's do let's do two questions well I, i have one that i always do um but this one let's say Toy Boy is ruler of the world, and there's three things he could change about Crump. Immediately change him. What would it be? Mm. Dang. Man. I I really don't have much to, like, change from it. Like, I just, all the bad and good I really like. It's just part mm. of it. Like for me, I think the only thing I think the only thing that bothers me is what but I understand where it comes from is people not being able to separate the two life and crump because mm. crump is their life. But but it's also not. Like mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um like um Oh, I mean, it could be the history. It could be, you know, maybe your history with someone or with a crew or whatever the case may be. But I think for me, I feel I feel like it should never be that. It's going to sound really like, like, not egotistical, like maybe like, oh, you don't have enough experience to understand why I get the way I do it. And it's not that. It's just like, like, say, like, say when I am with these around these grown men at 2 a.m. in the parking lot and these grown men are fighting and arguing among each other right but it's part of it's the beefiness i understand but then it can get to a certain point where it's like it's unacceptable where it can get violent and or i feel like it should never be that serious because at the end of the day we all love this shit like mm-hmm. we all love this shit and i think one of my like best examples of this is um I forgot what night it was. I think it was a battle night. Um, uh, IE session with Childish and the Juvies. And we had to say, we kept having this session at Redlands. It was a Redlands and it was in this parking lot. And it was perfectly fine. The setting, no one bothered us, security, nothing. And then I remember two guys, I forgot who it was. I think it was Creed and some other people. I don't, I don't know. I think they were telling themselves they were OGs or something like that. I don't, I don't know who they were. I didn't know any, I didn't know who they were. And I remember they were getting into it with them. And I think uh, allies were getting into it too. Then I remember Ruin, like, I, I love Ruin. And Ruin was trying to be, Ruin was trying to be like the peacemaker. He was like, yo, like 
everybody just chill the fuck out. Like it's part of it. Like he was into it. Like let's watch it. But then also there's some point where I think he started to he tried to de-escalate it because I think it was starting to get it could have potentially like got physical. Mm-hmm. And I think people were like threatening people, like like hurting and like killing people. And I think someone mentioned like bringing out a bringing out a piece or something like that. And I was like, Leo, mm-hmm. let's not do that. Like let's not do that. And um yeah it got it got it got pretty like scary to a point where like i felt like i had to leave um and i didn't want to be there anymore and then um he was starting to get into it with ruin and then so ruin was like trying to tell him like, yo bro like just relax it's not, i'm not even saying anything bad to you and i'm saying bad to him like let's just bring it down a notch and then he ended up taking it on ruin and then ruin was like being very patient and i think he just kind of made like he made his patience run pretty thin and then he started getting upset so we had to like try to calm both of them down and then security came and then they told us uh, to leave and then we were like yeah we're never allowed to be back there again oh so, my God. so we had to move the spot we had to ch- we had to move our spot that was peaceful that was wonderful that was bringing all these dancers together and we couldn't be there anymore. And I think for a bit we had to keep we had to keep we had to we I think we had to keep our IE session invitational. Like people who were like, hey, like can I come? Like, is it okay if like if I come or like is it okay if this person comes? Because we had to be very specific on who's gonna be there because this is our safe space. This and because Crump is life and some of these things that what has Crump has done for these people, these OGs. And all these other people like have done amazing things. Like it's their prized possession. I understand. So I would understand why some people would get upset. But then what's one of the best ways to get to a man? It's his ego. And mm-hmm. what else does he does that man have besides of just his crump or his dance? And then you want to talk shit about it or you pop off on him and like you end up one rounding the guy and he feels like what? He feels like shit he's gonna his pride's hurt now so now it's a whole battle and it's not has nothing to do with dance anymore and that's what i feel like if it is a, if it is a dancing if you have a beef with it then settle it right then and there with dance don't mm-hmm. don't, be mad, don't be mad when your dance is not up to part of his and then you get smoked out it yep. could happen it could happen to any voice it could happen to anyone and I fear that day. I fear the day where like, I'm like, oh, like I'm talking mad shit or something like that. And then I get one round that I get shot out. Everyone's like, yo, bro, go back back to the lab, bro. Like you should have labbed. You should have labbed. But I think that's one of my thing where I think it's the only thing that kind of bothers me besides all the political stuff. I don't get mad about that stuff because I'm like, it's just part of the, it's part of everything. It's always something that's part of that's money or political or status or you know whatever the case is i don't really get mad at that stuff i kind of just throw it under the rug because i do it for what i want to do it for so but that stuff is when it kind of starts to bother me where i'm like bro you're you're ruining this beautiful thing that we Mm. all have to share why Mm -hmm. why are you trying to ruin it because of your pride your ego you know it all happens and some people just can't separate the two you can't separate Mm -hmm. um and that's your opportunity yeah, there's a there's a good chunk of people. I, I I talked about this a little bit with Riot, where it's like they were 15, 16 years old, knowing each other. They went to high school with each other, and now they're grown ass men, still hanging out with each other. You know, every two to three days out the week, and they got kids now. So it's like yeah. it's kind of like. Cause even with some of my high school buddies, I still make the same dick joke that I made freshman year, you know, like with them because yeah. they know, they know that joke. Like, you know, yeah. we still talk about, you know, we can still talk about some certain funny shit that happened. So for them, they still talk about shit they did at 16 years old to each other. Like you crossed me and now I'm mad and, and they just never let it go. Like it mm. happened in Crump. Y'all already danced about this shit. You talked about it. Like, do you guys need to talk again, dog? Mm. Like, and that's cool if y'all do like talk about it, but talk about it over there. We don't want to hear this shit. Like we're trying to yeah. session, you know what I mean? And, uh, uh, and I get it. Like, you know, it's from the streets and this and that. And it's like true, true. But like, did you love your life back then? Like, did you not wish it could be a little bit better? Did you not wish that it could have been a little bit safer or that you didn't have to deal with X, Y, and Z back mm-hmm. then? So why are you bringing that here now? Because it's always changing. 
it's changing. It's, it's supposed to be better. Like it's it's supposed if if we lab to get better, if we battle to get better, if we session to get better, why is this environment not improving as well? If mm. everything inside of it is improving, like that doesn't make any fucking mm. sense. Make yeah. it make sense. And I have a kid, and I remember there was an 818. Somebody was talking about, oh, I got that thing on me. And I remember I was like, I will fuck you up different. Like, <laughs> like this is dance, dog. Like, what are you guys doing right now? Yeah. Like, just like shut the fuck up and dance. And I just remember it was just was loud and everyone's yelling. And I just told my girl, I was like, yo, we're leaving. Like, we're fucking, yeah. like, we're, we're out. Like, uh uh-uh. uh. Like, I'll fuck you up different. Don't even talk. You want to run the hands? We can run the hands, bro. It's cool. But a gun? What the fuck? ever i've i mean football there's fights because guys get heated you know wrestling matches basketball games i've seen full fucking brawls during basketball games you know golf guys get mad you know whatever that's 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 competition but yeah Mm -hmm. like knowing how to like dude we're dancing right now like what are what are what are we arguing about why are you calling (laughs) me like think about it from like a literal like from like a very literal like standpoint like what are you doing right now? <laughs> you're, literally, you're at a parking lot at 2 a.m. dancing. Yeah. Like, don't get it twisted. Yes, it's our passion, it's our love, but like, look what you're doing right now. How old are you? Mm-hmm. How, how old are you? Again, our respect, our love. This is some people's lives that they've been doing this for 10 plus years. I understand. But there's a certain point where like, that's all you that's all you feel like you deserve because you're mm-hmm. stuck there now you're stuck mm-hmm. you're stuck and I, I I've said it I've like I love I love I love crump I love dance but I've said this to I think some ogs I've said this to some older crumpers in the game where I said I don't want to get stuck like I don't I don't want to get stuck I don't want to get stuck like that guy I don't want to get stuck like that guy I don't want to get stuck I'm gonna continue to do me and do me but you ain't you're not ever going to catch me in the same place ever. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And I've continuously to try to find myself every other month, every other year. Like I am not at the same place. I'm not in a matter of two years of doing this. Like I don't like you see dancers, you see crumpers. They're like, Oh, I've been in this game for fucking blah, 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 blah for five years, 10 years. And I'm like, but you still look the same. Mm-hmm. You don't love the craft. You love this. You love the like feeling it gives you the it because it gives you like strokes of ego and pride, mm-hmm. like being a part of the game, like it's like a but you still dance the same and there's new gen and new people out here just going up and up and up. And I'm like, bro, I want the smoke. I'm here for it. Like it's all part of the game. I love all the bad and the good, but like don't get caught up in getting stuck like that yeah i feel like especially the new every new crumper i see i think they're starting where i ended so the more the better i get no matter what that's where these little fuckers are starting at that's (laughs) starting like that's their state because they have all the knowledge and because if i took everything that i knew and poured it straight into them then they know everything that I know and everything else we're learning at the same time for the first time. Uh-huh. So they already have a leg up. So fuck that. Like I need to be dancing. Like it sucks. Cause I've been like by myself pretty much these last, like, like two years, almost fucking three years on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of labbing in the hotel room by myself. And I have <laughs> to like keep YouTube on and watch so many videos. I'm like, damn, I got to stay inspired somehow, like mm-hmm. somehow, some way. And I mean, thankfully, you know, Crump is filled with fucking talent. So there's, there's a lot to pull from, you know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot to pull from. Um, yeah, man, dude, listen, I don't want to keep you up much longer. Uh, I do want to say thank you again, man, for coming on. Like, you're you're a you're a plethora of inspiration young man and i hope i hope you know that i hope you run with it but i hope i really hope you know that man no thank you dude no i really i really appreciate it like a lot i always say bro my support i'm nothing i'm nothing without my support so it's it's really heartwarming and it's really like it allows me to push and keep going because it's like of course like i don't need anyone's approval but when i understand that people are appreciating the art that i'm putting out whether they like it or not like 
someone is seeing it, whether they're getting something from it um, or not. Like someone's seeing it, and I think that's what really makes me happy. It's like the you know I think art is so sad when it doesn't have an audience. So yeah, yeah, man, damn, that's so true. Listen, dude, hopefully we can do this again soon, man. And I know you got I know you got a packed, busy schedule. But hopefully soon, man, we can get back on here and have you celebrate some more of your victories. Um, but if there's anything, my always my last question of the night is, is, is there any gym or little nugget of toy boy knowledge that you would like to leave the audience with for anybody who's going to watch this back? Mm. Like advice, knowledge, or I don't know how to put it, like any anything, anything. One last little sign off before we, we call it one. Um, one thing I that just always that I always keep close to my heart, and I try to tell people all the time, no matter what they do, whether they're in like construction labor or they're a dentist or whatever the case may be. Um, I always say like something that was told to me back when I was studying to be an actor. And to be a performer was don't ever apologize for being you. Um, Cause, and I, I like, I, I want to dive into it a little bit more like the story behind it. It, it it's like the, the context was we were trying to, I was going to an Academy, uh, a private school uh, to be a performer, to be an actor. And I remember this girl, she, she was on, she was practicing. She was doing her own rehearsal with the director everyone else is sitting down and she was someone who you know we all know these kind of people where you mess up or you're like you have a question a lot of dancers do this they go they go like they go oh like oh sorry like sorry to ask a question or like oh sorry like they're continuously saying sorry or like apologizing for something but like even though it's like i want to say sorry because i'm interrupting you and it's almost like a i don't i don't know where it comes from but we tend to do it a lot as a habit and she kept doing that the good the director was directing her hey try this try this and you know there's no right or wrong answers but try it this way or see how you feel this way she would do it and then he would stop her and she would like oh like i'm sorry like i'm sorry and he would continuously say stop apologizing and she was like okay sorry and he's like no like stop like just don't and i remember he just he just would say stop apologizing and he said and then he said stop apologizing for being you Mm. and he looked at us and was like you guys just continuously say sorry and I was just like, wow. I was just like, it just kind of stuck with like the context of that. Like she is, she is making a choice in her performance and she's apologizing for it because she thinks it's not what he wants. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. He's giving her the tools, like what our, our big homies do. Like they go, Hey, like what Archie has done for me as of right now, where it's like, these are your fundamentals. These are some tools. These are some exercises that you can do. Here it is, but you got to come get it. And that's half the work. Now it's on you. I'm not going to teach you how to dance like me. I'm going to teach you to how you can find yourself and to dance like you. So it's just been something where I just keep close to myself and like, it just keeps me confident, keeps me focused where I don't, I don't fall too far from where I want to be is don't don't apologize for being you ever whether that's you want to be a cook if you want to be a a painter if you want to I, I don't I don't know man everyone has a role everyone has a role everyone there's always something there's a reason why we do these things there's a reason why we love dance there's a reason why people are architects we don't we don't understand it the same way we don't understand them the same way we they're not going to understand us and that's totally okay and that's totally okay. You just got to respect it. That's it. You just got to respect it. You don't got to like it. You don't got to love it. You don't got to want to be in it. You don't got to be involved. But you got to respect it because it's important. Beautiful, bro. That's jaw-dropping. My guy. My guy. Thank you for that. I'm I'm going to play this back, and I'm going to listen to that part specifically because <laughs> that is – that is that is amazing bro and i hope a lot of people i hope a lot of people write that one down man dude thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you so much bro i'm gonna be shooting you a message in the dm right now man and we're gonna chop it up a little bit more all right 
Oh, of course, bro. Yeah, I'm always down later on for sure, bro. You already know. I'm about it. All right, but I'll be hollering at you. All right, later, bro. I love. You guys, that was Toy Boy. That was that was fucking beautiful. That was a beautiful sign-off. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure that you guys check him out. I'll get his Instagram linked in the bio. Um, the dude is a wonderful talent. He smoked one of my little homies and really caught my attention. And so I wanted to bring him on the show, get some young voices, young talent, you know, all of that in here so that you guys can enjoy and kind of see where I hope Crump goes in this community of young leaders and young and just like young movers and young inspirers, like where they can go with this shit, because that's a that's a mindset that I had back then. And I'm just glad that there's young legs and 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 young backs to carry the load because my ass is getting old. Thirty one is not nice. So my ass is trying to stay in the gym. I'm about to go hit the gym right now. So if you guys stay safe, stay blessed. Yeah, have a good day, week, month, your life. Until next time, smoking section.